Hello, I'm Mr. Otto from Mr. Otto's Bookstore on the Miracle Mile in Stockton. Today I'm reading from A Treasury of Bedtime Stories, compiled by Judith Klugman. The story I'm reading today is The Princess Couldn't Sleep, by Jella Lepman and Hans-Jörg Schmidthammer. Okay. Once upon a time, there lived a rich, wise, and kind old king. He was so rich that he lived in a castle of pure gold. He was so wise that all the learned men of his country came to ask his advice. And he was so kind that the flowers and grasses bowed before him, and shy animals came running up to greet him when he rode through the fields and forests. Yet the king was not happy for his only daughter, a lovely girl, who was dearer to him than all else, had met with a terrible accident. The princess was walking through the woods one day, tossing a golden ball when it happened. She stepped on a little toadstool and squashed it flat. Of course, without meaning to. Now, because of this, the wood sprite, who was lord and master of all living things in the forest, became so angry that he swore revenge. One night he crept silently into the castle and stole something very precious from the princess. Her sleep. Awakened in a fright, she saw the ugly brown sprite run away. So there lay the poor princess in her golden bed. Her beautiful blue eyes, which sleep no longer closed, burned. She grew paler and weaker every day. The king ordered the most famous doctors into his court, but they had nothing they could do nothing for the princess. Soon the, the sad rumor spread through the land that the princess would die unless her sleep were given back to her. The king sent out many brave men into the forest to try to catch the wood sprite and to get the princess's sleep back, but nobody had any idea where the sprite, terrible sprite lived because his underground kingdom was so large and he could hide in any hole in the ground. Finally, the king grew so desperate that he offered a great reward. Whoever brought the princess's sleep would be granted any wish he desired, even the whole kingdom. Now, just at that time, a fiddler was wandering through the land, and he happened to come to the court. The king, hoping to cheer up his daughter with a little music, had the fiddler brought before him and invited him to play. The musician played so well that all who listened were quite enchanted. The princess herself smiled again for the first time in months, but even the softest notes of the violin could not lull her to sleep. The musician was so distressed at this, he decided to help the princess. That very day he set out to find the wood sprite. For three days and nights he tramped through the forest. He peered into every hole in the ground, searching under every stone, calling the sprite's name in a loud voice. He asked news of everyone he met on the road. At last, tired out and hungry, he sat at the foot of a large hollow tree. To cheer himself up, he began playing a merry tune. Soon he heard something stir in the hollow tree behind him, and turning around, he saw the brown wrinkled face of a little man peeping out of a knot hole. The musician knew at once that this must be the wood sprite, but he was too wise to show that he recognized the sprite. 
What's that thing you have there that plays such nice music? inquired the sprite. I'd like to own that black box, brown box. Now what do you want for it? The fiddler thought for a minute. Then he replied, Show me all that you have, and I'll choose something. The wood sprite laughed gaily, saying, Well, sure, if you can, if you like, we can go at once. Then he clapped his hands, and a stairway appeared at the foot of the tree. They both hurried down it, deeper and deeper into the earth. Finally, they came to a big hall piled with, with chests and trunks, and all bursting with gold and pearls and precious stones. The, the sprite lifted one lid after another, each time asking, Do you want this or that? But the fiddler always shook his head, saying, No, no, my, fiddlers, my fiddle is far more precious than those things. At last they came to the last little box, which was carved in ivory. The fiddler reached down to grasp it, but the wood sprite screamed, No, you can't have that! You can't have that! The fiddler, however, asked to see, at least to see what was in the box. So the sprite opened it and revealed a small glass bottle. The fiddler took it out, and he could see into the endless blue depths where golden dreams danced. Yes, that was the princess's sleep, all right. If you really want my fiddle, said he, you must give me this little bottle. Never, never, you can't have it, screamed the sprite. So the fiddler placed himself in the middle of the great hall, set his fiddle under his chin, and played the sweetest tunes he could think of. As soon as the first note sounded, all the moles, mice, worms, beetles, and countless other creatures came crawling out of their holes into the, in the hole, ground to listen. The fiddler played and played until he thought he would faint with exhaustion. Stay here with us, implored the creatures in a chorus. Your music brings joy to our life under the ground. Please, please stay with your brown box. That's quite impossible, answered the fiddler. You see, I am a man, and I must live a, above ground, but I'll tell you what. I'll leave you my fiddle, in, uh, if the wood sprite will only give me back the little white box. You must persuade him. This the underground creature tried to do, but the sprite would not listen. Instead, he hung on to the little box with both hands, sh shrieking, he would never, never, never let it go. Then the animals got very angry. The moles said they would close up all the pathways underground. The, the mice whispered that they would not gather any winter food for him, <clears throat> but would let him starve. When the wood sprite heard this, he felt frightened. There was nothing for him to do but hand over the little box and take the fiddle, fiddler above ground again. And so he did. Then the fiddler ran as fast as his little legs could carry him to the royal castle. And there he found everyone in deep mourning. The princess lay white and still on her royal bed, hardly breathing at all. Quickly, the fiddler took out the bottle from the ivory box and dropped the sleep into the princess's eyes. Immediately, she let out a deep sigh and fell fast asleep for a week. When she woke up, she looked fairer and more enchanting than ever. The fiddler commanded the, excuse me, the king commanded the fiddler to come before him. The king thanked him with all his heart and asked what wish the fiddler wanted fulfilled. All the fiddler desired, however, was a new violin to replace the one he'd left with the wood sprite. The king at once sent for the best violin in his whole kingdom, and as he handed it over, he said to the musician, Your wish is very, very small, for you have done more for us than we can ever repay. Your majesty, the 
Fiddler replied. May I ask for one other thing? Please let me stay at the court and be allowed to play some tunes for the princess. I am tired of a wandering life. Nothing would give the princess greater pleasure, replied the king. I know she has become fond of you and your violin, so do stay with us, but not as a musician. I will make you my crown prince and give you my daughter's hand in marriage. At this the poor fiddler felt dizzy with happiness. He took the princess's hand and vowed from that hour onward he would faithfully guard her sleep so that no one would ever be able to steal it again. And so they lived happily ever after. The end. Sleep tight. Night, night.